In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit, you need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is gonna, I don't know, roll your ass! Well, that was even freakier than it normally is. Welcome to another episode of Raw and Order the Wrestling Booking Unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet with that, that very, very warhorse intro. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarts, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fay. What's going on, man? How are you? Apparently, we're having a connection problem with... DFA, DFA, can you hear me? Uh huh. Okay, we're live. live yeah, I know. Man. I just had to finish the cookie. <laughs> For some reason or other, we can't see you right now, so I couldn't see what you were doing. Oh yeah, I showed you my cookie. This is delicious. Can you see me now? <clears throat> I cannot. How about this way? Hey, there we are. I'll just go to low res. That's fine. Apparently, yeah, something about this doesn't like high res for your camera. I don't know what's going on. We switched uh, at least temporarily to StreamYard Melon because uh, we got a good deal on it, and I wanted to try it out. There's some really neat features on it uh, that I really wanted to try out, but I don't know. I might switch back to StreamYard because it just seems to work better. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, uh, I don't think we got JLB this week because um, he hasn't responded to any of our group chats. So I don't know. Maybe he's passed out already. Yeah, better than JLB, and he knows it. Woo 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 woo. So so yes, another episode of the WBU where we're gonna talk wrestling crimes ish and bitch about stuff um the one thing we're really not going to probably spend a lot of time on this podcast tonight bitching about is um extreme elimination chamber because neither neither of us watched it right we'll talk about what happened because i mean it's still going to be important for the grand scheme of things but in reality like that's all i'm saying i was at work so i i flat out don't watch them i was sitting here at home and said nope not touching that with a 10-foot pole um, no yeah, we'll, Saudi Arabia for you. Yeah, we'll talk about at least what happens because it's going to have implications down the road. So it's at least going to be important to talk about. But um, didn't get very good grades overall from the various different grading sites. Um, but before we get into that, we always take this time to remind people that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnesco Podcast Network. So you can head on over to tatnesco.com. Link is in the doobly-doos. You can go after the show's over, head out over there, check out the other shows on the network, and then let them know that we sent you and come back here for our show on Tuesday night. Uh, we do go so, live. Hashtag still not sponsored, but... Um... 
and probably never will be by the Girl Scouts. But no. maybe more of a PSA by your Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. I don't know anyone in my area who sells them, so I have to, you know, maybe luck out and see some Girl Scout set up outside the local Walmart or something to find them. But, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, in fairness, the ones I like the most are the Thin Mints, and those are really just grasshoppers. So you can get Bro, those around. You just say that. Uh, that's, not the same. Uh, I mean, not real Girl Scouts. It's the truth. The the only difference is I think grasshoppers are supposedly dark chocolate and Girl Scout cookies are supposed to be milk chocolate, but they taste the same to me. So, But anyways, we will talk really quickly about Elimination Chamber because it is at least worth uh, discussing at least some of the stuff that happened in it. Uh, the big thing being Brock Lesnar winning the uh, WWE Championship. So going Without into Bobby Lashley losing. Yes. Um, which which actually goes against what we were thinking was gonna happen. I think you and I were both in agreement that we thought this was gonna be their way to get Bobby Lashley uh solidified as champion without without having to beat Brock twice specifically, you know what I mean? But uh but apparently Bobby Lashley's been dealing with a shoulder injury since Royal Rumble. And uh, this was really just the plan to get him uh, time off so that he could go get surgery for that shoulder injury. Um, It does mean that the WrestleMania match is going to be title versus title. Um, And we will have a champ champ at the end of that night. I can't really see it going any other way than Roman winning. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, the last dude to unify the championships was Brock. So. Yeah. Well, the thing is, but uh, from everything I've been reading, they're not unifying it. They're just, he's going to be champ champ. He's going to have both of them, right? Um, which is important because it means then Roman could have both championships, lose one, but retain the universal championship uh, to keep his streak alive. You know what I mean? This is like... Not at all the news I want to talk about. So let's just no. smoke through elimination chamber. But yeah, but that's that's about the biggest thing there. Uh, Miz beat uh, was beaten by Rey Mysterio, um, and then he uh, said something about he's going to make a phone call because he wants to have a tag match at Mania against uh, the Mysterios. And reports have it it's going to be Logan Paul. Uh, Roman Reigns beat Goldberg. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, also, I will say, um, find somebody else to put the title on. Find a way to have four people gang up on Brock and put the title on somebody else. That's I don't want to talk about that part. Yeah. Uh, elimination. The women's elimination chamber match might have been reportedly the best match of the show. Uh, Bianca Belair was able to win, um, so she's going to be going on to WrestleMania to face uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, I will which... say, why did Alexis Chamber have a swing? I know why, but why? 
Because it's random order you come out and they put you into a chamber. Yeah. So she chose a chamber uh, beforehand and said, put my swing in there. Um, I mean, in the end, my, my thing is, why does it have a swing? Because the whole storyline was her beating back that part of her and not being that character anymore. You know what I mean? And then have her be that They're character. Confused. I don't know. Um, uh, whatever. Ronda Rousey and Naomi beat Charlotte Fair, Flair and Sonya Deville. Stupid. Whoop-de-doo. Uh, Drew McIntyre beat Madcap Moss. Uh, it did feature a very, very scary moment in it, which is the one thing from Elimination Chamber I really kind of wanted to talk about. And that's, that's why training is important. No matter what sport you come from, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, you know, or whatever. In WWE, in wrestling in general, training is important. Because what Madcap Moss did was extremely dangerous to himself. And because um, it was an Alabama slam. An inverted in, Alabama slam. Um, and instead of, instead of flapjacking down, uh, he tried to tuck his head. And maybe flip, I guess, onto his back or whatever. But that's not what you do. In, in that move, you have to mm-hmm. flapjack, and so he ended up coming down smack on his head, and we haven't I haven't heard anything specific, but he he f- finished the match, and uh, sounds like and he's okay, but walked out walked out. I I don't know. That's the sort of thing that you can walk out under your own power, and then they they you know, do a, an x-ray and see you've got cracks in yeah. your and all, like, four vertebrae in your neck. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Um, <clears throat> I mean, he's... He is... I, I would not be surprised if he missed time. Like, a bunch of times. I mean, that's the sort of thing that could really be a career ender. Could be a life ender if it went horribly wrong. Uh, Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Lita... Apparently it was a decent match, but Becky Lynch won. Yay. You should be happy about that. Well, stop bringing back the old. Yeah, I mean, here's I and it apparently was a decent enough match, and you know, I'm 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 fine with all of all of this here, but in the end, it was it was a throwaway match just to try to pop a crowd, which. Didn't wouldn't even pop a crowd because no one there knew who the fuck either of those people were. That's the important thing to remember on this is no one in that arena had any idea who any of these people were. None of them were Hulk Hogan. None of them were Ultimate Warrior. None of them were Andre the Giant. Um, uh, mostly because two of those three people are dead. They knew um, who Goldberg was and Brock. I the only reason I think they'd know Brock Lesnar is he's appeared there enough times before. I don't think they'd. I I don't think he they'd know Brock Lesnar as a wrestler except for the times that he's appeared at the Saudi events already. Uh, they had an absolutely throwaway segment for the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, um, and it just boggles my mind because the match was supposed to be the Usos versus the Viking Raiders, and uh, they had the Viking Raiders doing their entrance, and then the Usos uh, attacked them on their way to the ring. 
And uh, then there was no match. And I'm like, you flew four people over to Saudi Arabia to do a 30-second DQ before a match spot. That's ludicrous. That's insane. So... Um, and then, yeah, we talked Brock Lesnar winning the WWE Championship from... That's L7. That is L7. It's loser. It's square. Um, So that's effectively, you know, the the show there. Um, You know, I will give at least some props to Liv Morgan for being very, very creative with her head-to-toe bodysuit that she had to wear and at least doing it as a Britney Spears homage. Uh... And I'll, I will give Ronda Rousey some credit because for her head-to-toe bodysuit, she had a bodysuit underneath it, but she wore her blue uh, jujitsu gi uh, that she wore in the Olympics, you know, and everything. And so um, that was, you know, at least pretty cool on her part for that. So, um, But other than that, like, I don't think either of us missed much with Elimination Chamber. I'm not... Well, Right. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, just well, just Brock quitting, you know, but we either knew that was going to happen or didn't know it was going to happen, but mostly we're just deceiving ourselves if we didn't think it was going to happen. But, but well, we'll go ahead. As soon as Bobby went down with the concussion protocol injury. Yeah. But, but so what did you want to talk about in wrestling this week? Because you sounded like you had something you wanted to get off your chest. I thought there was something big with AEW. Some of the one of the founders. Oh, there was a pretty big thing. We talked about it a lot on Tuesday when you weren't here. But we can talk about it more. Cody Rhodes... That's it, Cody Rhodes. No longer with the company. Um, or or Cody Rose. I mean, he's not with the company either. No, no. Both of them have signed with WWE. Well, I want to point out there's been no confirmation that they've signed with WWE. Except for WWE's confirmed it. WWE has not confirmed it, no. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. Look it up. We'll wait. Go look it up. Cody Rhodes, latest news. No, no, nothing from WWE saying they've signed Cody Rhodes. No, no. Sports for Cody Rhodes hasn't signed with WWE and an AEW return is still possible. Miz teased Cody Rhodes joining him as his partner, but uh, all reports have it it's going to be Logan Paul. Mm -hmm. Nope, I see nothing. I had heard, I had seen stories that he was had a match scheduled for WrestleMania. 
No. No. I mean, there's speculation that he's got a match for WrestleMania, but there's not any confirmation about it whatsoever. I mean, the speculation started that day. As soon as it was announced that he was no longer with AEW, uh, both by a statement from him and a statement from Tony Khan, uh, there was all this speculation, uh, you know, always oh, he's, he's going back to WWE, all of this stuff. Uh, but ever since then, he might go back to WWE. I don't know. If I were him, I wouldn't. But, you know, I'm not. So... Um, last, last we saw he, his Instagram story, uh, was him saying, this is what retirement looks like, a uh, picture of, of his daughter playing with their dog, but it was tagged somewhere in Florida, which could be considered maybe confirmation or at least a hint because, you know, that's where the performance center is located. And, you know, they may be having him there, go down there to do some working out and get in a ring shape or something. But, you know, there's been no official statement from WWE whatsoever. Now, WWE uh, does feel vindicated, at least in one respect. Um, AEW this week had almost 300,000 less viewers for Dynamite than they had last week. Um yeah. And uh, while I'm not saying the news about Cody Rhodes leaving AEW is responsible for all of that drop in viewership, it's responsible for at least some of it. And, you know, Cody Rhodes, reportedly Cody Rhodes felt like he's a, a big draw and deserves deserved a lot more money. And Tony Khan said, you know, listen, I looked at the quarter hours and your quarter hours were always down. And, uh, you know, you... You insisted on booking this gimmick where you couldn't challenge for the belt, and so I can't even use you in the main event picture anymore. <clears throat> and we've got all these people like CM Punk and Brian Danielson and John Moxley and Adam Cole that are vying for that main main event picture. I can't pay you, continue to pay you more than I pay them um, if I'm not going to get something out of you right for it. Uh, yeah. And uh, you can hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I can Ooh, hear you. Gives an audio, like a little mm -hmm. little thing around it. This is new. Yeah. New software. I don't. I'm not in love with it. Nah, I'm not yet either. <laughs> yep. I I'll be bluntly honest. I'm. There are some things that I think are really nice. Like I can come in here, and I can move the logo around. I don't know if you can see it jumping all over the screen now. Yep. And that's cool. I guess. But, um, yeah. you, you, you know, it'd be cooler if it would just fucking work. Um, <laughs> so, so we might be going back to StreamYard. StreamYard did have some things that I liked that you could, uh, I could have you in here basically producing at the same time as me so that we can both do it. Cause right now I can't do that here. But Well, and on the production front, we're both relatively on the same page, so. Anyway, the Cody stuff, I'd like to see him come back. I don't want him to sign a long-term deal. Um, you know, six appearances this year. Yeah. That would be fine. Now, Justin, JLB, is 100%, uh, maybe 99% of the thought that it's a work. 
that this whole thing is a storyline that Cody Rhodes didn't actually leave um, and that he's going to come back and, and challenge. And the thing is, I can't entirely rule it out. <clears throat> I said this on Tuesday night. I'm like 50-50 right now on it. There's enough hints that it might be a work going back to like him tweeting out three months ago that the storyline that they're telling is is something that will blow your mind and never before seen in professional wrestling or things like that. Um, but at the same point, like, like I said on Tuesday night, this whole storyline for it to work would require them to flat out lie to some people that they don't want to lie to. Like, uh, uh, John Huber's widow. Wife. Yeah. Wife. Miranda Huber. Uh, negative one. I mean, they, they literally would have to tell him to his face. Cody Rhodes has left the company as a lie to a 10 year old boy. 10-year-old boys who aren't known for being particularly um, emotionally stable. And non-forthcoming with information. Mm -hmm. And so the other option is you tell them the truth, but you say don't tell anyone. Well, at that point, then tell a 10-year-old boy the truth and don't tell anyone. That's basically like saying we want everyone to know about this in, in five days. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it legitimately is setting yourself up for failure if that's what if that's how you do it yeah. i don't know i i i feel like at revolution revealing the plan might be kind of a neat thing neato yeah. gang i i feel like if it is a a thing yeah um a work it's going to be months before we find out that it's a work I feel the only way that this works as a work, geez, I'm saying that a lot of times in the sense, the only way this works as a work is uh, for him to go off and have an extended run showing up at Indies, a Matt Cardona sort of run where he right. shows up at NWA and he shows up at uh, New Japan and he shows up at GCW and, and does all of these, you know, other promotions. And then after a while, shows up with a cadre of followers on Dynamite and then says something along the lines of, you know, I said I'd never challenge for that world title as long as I was with this company, but I'm not with this company. And so I want a shot of that belt. And um, what a perfect way to do it is put the title on MJF, which is probably less than six months down the line. I think MJF still got a ways before he gets the title, but that's a different argument altogether. Um, I think the real key is you keep the title on Hangman Page because if Cody comes back as an invading force, he's going to be a heel. True. And, and so you have the ultimate baby face of your company versus an invading heel force. Um, so, So that's... That's the way I would do it if it's a work. But like I say, I'm I'm like 50-50. In fact, I, I said at the end, I'm actually more like 49, 49, and 2, with that other 2% being, you know, we have to keep in mind, there's another option. Cody Rhodes might legitimately be saying, hey, 
that's fine. I'm going to go off and do Hollywood. I'm going to go off and do movies and, and do my, you know, hosting reality shows and shit like that for a while. You know what I mean? Well, um, I mean, here's the risk you have anytime you put somebody in a different type of limelight or a different job role. They might like that job. Yep. And that's the deal. Cody Rhodes has been hosting the Go Big Show, and he had his own reality show. And, you know, it might be the point where both him and Brandy say, listen, let's just do this. And keep in mind, Cody Rhodes is good friends with with uh, uh, Stephen Amell. And, uh, you know, very easily could call Stephen Amell up and say, hey, yeah, I know you're filming season two of Heels right now. Let's, you know, find a way for me to be on that show. Uh, sure. And, and, you know, I mean, they've already had CM Punk on that show. They've, before he was back in wrestling, they've had people on shows, you know, that show before that are active wrestlers. Sure. So it, it would make perfect sense for him to get into acting through that way. Um, so there's that. And so that's why I say I'm about 2% that maybe he's doing that. Uh, and, and, um, we have a, a fan who just said, yeah. how is Cody's stuff doing on the side? And I, I don't know. Uh, I don't watch that part. Um, but I can't help but think that, that it's a piece of the puzzle because those are getting renewed. So they're obviously doing well mm -hmm. enough to be renewed. Yeah. That's uh, the, I don't know how Rhodes to the Top is doing. That's the one I don't know that it's renewed, but his it's... his reality show hosting got renewed. Well, and that's that's the thing. His uh, his reality show Roads to the Top did get renewed. There's actually oh, that did too. Okay. Yeah, they were actually filming season two, and that's actually one of the things that um, that that was kind of the the thing on this is they've reportedly TNT doesn't know what to do with the footage that they've already filmed for season two of him. Because... Because How's he going to be at the top AW? of professional wrestling if he's mm -hmm. not with AEW? Yeah. And, well, and, and, you know, I mean, if they filmed, like, let's say three episodes worth of him with AEW and then suddenly he's not with AEW, until they know where he's going, you know, they can't do anything. And if he's going to go to WWE, is is Turner cool with the idea of having a reality show about someone who's appearing Monday night's on one of their competitions, you know, maybe not. If I was Turner, I'd be a little bit worried about that. Uh, his next question was, he hasn't watched wrestling in forever. Is he still in AEW? That's actually the the uh, story from this week. Is Cody Rhodes' contract with AEW uh, was allowed to expire. They could not reach a new contract. So he is now officially a free agent. Yeah. Um, and Now, he, he had been kind of appearing on AEW TV. Mm -hmm. um, rather frequently when he had the TNT title, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that he's yeah. Yeah, the TNT title he was working on a per appearance deal while they were working on a new contract, and eventually they apparently just couldn't make ends meet, couldn't make it all work, and and Tony Khan said, "This is my final offer, take it or leave it," and he said, "Okay, I'm deucing. Um, and and so he's a free agent and. You know, there's speculation he's going to go back to WWE, which he might. I mean, here's here's the other side of the coin. Uh, uh, I've I've kind of said this. 
you know, WWE would would view bringing him back to them as a huge, like, get. This is a victory for WWE. Oh, absolutely. You know, and we mentioned on Tuesday uh, when you weren't here, we had a conversation back and forth uh, at one point about who was going to be the first AEW star to jump ship back to WWE. And you and I were yeah. both on Brian Cage as our pretty, number one. Pretty much Brian Cage, yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, I kind of talked like Chris Jericho, maybe. I couldn't roll that out, you know, because, you know, he does still talk very highly of WWE. And, and, and you know, if, if he felt like he could finish his career there, you know. Um, but, but Cody was not on our list. No, I mean... He helped found this organization. Mm-hmm. Now, um, it also some of the news that came out this week and maybe existed before was that Tony Khan was looking to do something before the original All Out, and since he was looking to do something before the original All Out, he just found his vessel, mm-hmm. um, so to say, um, and and it was a good choice. I mean, it was a good fit, um, but uh, reports have it that that. Rhodes wanted Jericho or CM Punk level money. We didn't know. We don't know what Jericho or CM Punk level money is. And um, and we don't need to know, but we do know, based on Khan making that statement, Rhodes wasn't getting paid what Jericho or mm-hmm. CM Punk were getting paid. Well, and the thing with, with Cody is he was he had two, he had a first con and an EVP track to do stuff stage. And so maybe the combined contracts were up there, but I he think he wanted as a performer the performer contract yeah. to be up there. Um, and you know, again, part of the problem was early on he booked a storyline for himself where if he lost a match, he would never challenge for the AEW World Title as long as he was with the company. And to Tony Khan, that handicapped him. Because now he's got one of his biggest stars that he he viewed to lead this company, and he can't use him in a main event feud. Correct. You know, and so he's handicapped. Um, I said this in our group chat uh, that I think, frankly, I think if, if uh, Cody Rhodes had turned heel six months ago, um, Tony Khan would have given him the contract. Because I think... To- see, Cody's heel run would have been that good for ratings. The fans, the fans had kind of, I don't want to say turned on him, but just wanted him to be heel so bad. You know, it's kind of the same thing we had with, with, uh, with Roman Reigns for such a long time. We wanted him to be a heel and, and he wasn't, and wasn't, and we just got tired of it. I think that's the thing with, with Cody is I think if he would have just turned heel, we you he might have gotten that contract. Um, I do agree. I think it's good for wrestling to get in casual fans on side stuff. I do have an issue with the phrase casual fans because I think for the most part they kind of don't in, exist. You you've got invested fans and non-invested fans. I think that's really the better way to turn it on. Um, because I I've got a, a something I was going to talk about later in the show. I've got a new coworker at my job. And uh, I think it's interesting because it's a role reversal situation. Um, DA Fabe will think this is kind of funny, at least. Um, but 
he started this job and he's younger than me. And where he got to talking, he's like, oh, I used to watch professional wrestling, but I haven't in a few years. And so he's the lapsed fan now. And I'm the current wrestling fan talking at a job. You being the lapsed fan, me being the current. Which it wasn't that long ago at a job that DA Fabe was the current wrestling fan. And I was the recently returning lapsed fan that got back into it. So. Um, I told my wife I, I have uh, over-under bet on by the end of this month he gets back into watching professional wrestling just by talking to me every day at work. Specifically AEW because you're a mark. Well, yeah, but he, he said you know WWE was part of the reason he stopped watching. He just couldn't watch that product anymore. Um, he also was a huge Lucha Underground fan. So... Well, a lot of those guys got pulled away. I mean, you think about it. Um, Johnny Nitro, i.e. Johnny Impact, i.e. Mm-hmm. Johnny Mnemonic, or whatever his Mundo. name Mundo. Johnny Mundo, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, was pulled back to WWE. Now he's nowhere because he's on a non-compete. Yeah. But... Reports have it that Tony Khan's working really hard on potentially signing him and Taya Valkyrie. Taya Valkyrie should be done with her non-compete because she was never pulled up to the main roster, so it should have just been a 30-day for her. Um, but, but yeah, no, I think uh, this, is, this, is, this is it here. Fire Eater says this. Most fans like good stories, and WWE especially has no good storylines, and don't let the guys do what they need to do. That's really what it comes down to. Is That's why I say it's invested fans versus non-invested fans, right? WWE is fine for for getting that person who's not invested flipping around on a Monday night. Oh, I see, I see Ricochet doing some flipty doos. Okay, great. They're never gonna see him again. You know what I mean? Um, but storylines are something that people get into, and I, that's part of what I think AEW has done as a whole better is these longer term storylines that sometimes take a while to build and and take a while to to grow, but. But I think in the long run, they work better. You know, I mean, keep in mind, the the Hangman Page redemption storyline for him getting the belt was two years long. You know? Two years. Uh, two years. Oh, yeah. That was like two years, brother. <laughs> um, well, and, and regardless of how long the, the storylines are and everything, um, I I do feel like WWE is capable of writing a good story or two, but they aren't capable of writing good stories intermission. Well, you can't write a novel about one person and ignore the existence of the others when the others are always there. Well, and I mean, you keep in mind, you're there's a difference between capable and actively doing right yeah. uh you know they're capable of writing great storylines they just don't seem to be doing it and that's part of the problem and i agree here with fire reader here uh, they they i feel bad for all the people reportedly morale in wwe is so bad because you know everyone there's like i i want to be used i've got to use use me and yeah. i showed up all yeah. the time Yep. Oh, uh, no, it's okay. You're going to lose to Goldberg. Wait, wait, who? Yeah, Goldberg. 
Um, oh, and you, Ricochet, we're going to have you lose to um, Bad Bunny. Jeez. You, you mean the the music guy? Yes, you're going to lose to Bad Bunny. Hey, you, King you. you are not hey, King anymore, remember? Yeah. Karrion Cross, you're a... Uh, you know, you're the NXT champion right now and uh, unbeaten on NXT and all this. If we're going to have you lose in 30 seconds to Jeff Hardy in your main roster debut. Jeez. Looks like he's finding a landing place maybe with EC3 and Titan have their way about mm-hmm. it. That, that is a big piece of news to talk about. Uh, so, yeah, EC3 has been doing this for ever since he got released. He created this this hashtag control your narrative and then he did a couple uh uh sorry. Uh bring this up. Did Bad Bunny even help with the ratings? Yeah, he did. He And yes, Cross and Scarlet are very legit. Yes. So um so I agree with you on both Bad Bunny but here's the it was a small, it was a temporary pop, not a long term pop. It would pop for when he showed up, and when he's not there, people didn't tune in for it. So it's not like a... It didn't bring in invested fans, like I was saying. It brought in a non-invested fan. Let's watch this. Okay, great. Let's move on to something else. Uh, but no, EC3 started this control my narrative, control your narrative. And he did something right off the bat with um, some of the other people who had been released uh, around that time. Uh, Matt Cardona was in one of the Control Your Narrative things. Um, who else was in it? Eventually, Braun, uh, Braun Strowman, a.k.a. Titan, has been in it. And now Karrion Cross is uh, attached to it. There's some other people in it. But anyways, the big news was this week they announced that they uh, are launching it as an official promotion and that they are, quote, working on a TV deal. We don't know. Very what close to. Yeah, very close to TV. A TV we, deal. we don't know. Most what people think it's access. Yeah, very easily Speculation could be access. access sorry. You know, yeah, very easily could be access. You know, uh, they already do Impact Wrestling, so and EC3 does have connections in Impact Wrestling, so it could be something, you know, there. Um, it, I'm excited to see what it is. I I doubt it will end up being a weekly TV show. I bet you it'll be more like a monthly special deal sort of a thing. Uh, but who knows? Maybe. I don't know. That's where they land. That's where they land, and I'm. I'll try to tune into it. I think I get access. I mean, to sling. there's not television wrestling on Sunday nights right now, so not on the regular, no. Um, but yeah, Karrion Cross is going to be there. Titan, aka Braun Strowman, EC3. I'm trying to remember who else had joined that. Uh, let's see if I can find. Oh, your narrative wrestling. Do, do, do. So, uh, EC3, Jedediah Kozowski, Adam Scher, uh announced that Killer Cross has joined. Those are the only names that they 100% say, but they uh, say Matt Cardona, Moose, Marina Shafir, Weston Blake, and more are going to be part of the project. I'm just um, saying, with those four people, I watched those matches. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the thing is, go back and watch any of the Control Your Narrative segments and, and matches, and they're all 
they're all top-notch wrestling. So, And they do tell a good storyline because it's all about, you know, almost all of them, it's like you were a part of the corporate tool. Now it's time to control your narrative, you know, and uh, take back your own personality, your own narrative. Be um, yourself. And I think it's worked. I mean, it's really definitely worked for EC3. Uh, and while Matt Cardona is part of it tangentially, uh, the simple fact is Matt Cardona is a perfect example of controlling your narrative. The new NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, Matt Cardona, uh, who also has been the uh, GCW World Champion, the current Impact Digital Media Champion, um, and always the Internet Wrestling Champion. Very uh, interesting, entertaining to uh, see him troll on the NWA Championship now. Number of NWA title reigns for Matt Cardona, one. Combined reigns for Stone Cold, The Rock, Chris Jericho, Mm -hmm. (laughs) person after person, Roman Reigns, Mm -hmm. zero. Yep. Well, his next major match is going to be with uh, Nick Aldis, uh, which, frankly, is a match I want to see. Yeah. Matt Cardona versus Nick Aldis is something I'll deal with. Um, But so back to when we were talking about Cody Rhodes, uh, who knows? I mean, is it a work? I don't know. We won't know for probably months, if ever. I mean, here's the deal is, he could, you know, he could sign a new deal with AEW in, in a month and it not be a work, you know, be a legitimate, we finally worked things out. Um, That's a possibility for it. Is it likely? No. But even if it, do, even if it does happen, people are going to think it's a work. You know, JLB is going to hop on here. See, I told you it was a work. No, yeah, no. and that could be a work shoot. It could be a shoot that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm like I said, about fifty-fifty. I'm, I think I'm leaning towards it being real, just because of all of the reports that have come out. You know, if it's a shoot, they, if it's a work, they literally worked their entire back office. Because every report, it doesn't matter whether it's Sean Ross Sapp or Dave Meltzer, or um, Bix, or, you know, whoever. Every reporter working on this has said, all of my sources say this is legit. Um, Yeah. And so... There's a lot of sources pointing to the WWE thing. I don't know that that... I I don't know that I believe that yet either, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of pointing towards that. All of the sources I've read have said WWE wants him. He's in talks with WWE, but nothing's been signed yet. Um, I If I were Cody Rhodes, I mean, you know, I'd take the money. If WWE offered me a shit ton of money, whatever, great. Take the money. Just know that WWE will likely use you until they have no use for you, right? That's their yeah. MO. Um, and so if they feel that you're no longer bringing the win from AEW, then they'll cut you. So get as much money as you can and be prepared to get out, you know? Uh, But uh, me personally, 
if I were Cody Rhodes, I'd be like, I'm going to go run through New Japan again. I'm going to go be the asshole Cody Rhodes I was in New Japan. Uh, new kid. I don't, I don't see that being. Hey, you know, I say that, but the simple fact is, yeah, Brandy is probably not going to be signed anywhere. Brandy, you shouldn't sign anywhere. <laughs> yeah, let, let's be, be honest here. WWE doesn't have a use for Brandy as a wrestler. Uh, Impact Wrestling doesn't have a use for Brandy as a wrestler. No. Brandy can stay home with the baby. And Cody can do, go and do whatever he wants. But I'm not saying he goes and lives over in Japan. He can fly over to Japan. J- New Japan likes to film in advance a lot of things. So he can film some things in advance. Yeah, that, and that's true. And then come back. Um, I'd go to Impact Wrestling. I'd go to NWA. Go there after the Nick Aldis versus Matt Cardona fight. Whoever wins, doesn't matter who, you've got a history with. Challenge for the NWA. That's legit. You know, Matt Cardona was legitimately one of Cody Rhodes' best friends. Legitimately. Yeah. I want that. In real life. In real life. Uh, and the history of uh, Cody versus Nick Aldis going back to All Out or All In, the original one, and then Matt again. That's another thing as well. Yeah, in fact, the, the three that we're, we're talking about are the last three NWA champions. So, Well, there was also Trevor Murdoch in there. So, three of the last four. Three of the last four, then. Sorry. We'll, we'll fix that. But um, Fire Eater says, they, uh, WWE, I'm assuming, signs guys to destroy them for they will lose their value. That's really, you know. WWE's whole and, that, and that's my concern with him going to WWE. Mm-hmm. Is Vince just going well? Then we'll just take away the value of that organization. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know that that Cody signs without you know guarantees of the WWE title and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I wouldn't. I would, you know, say. I, you know, I'm going to sign this contract, but it's got to be X number of dollars and it's got to guarantee me. It's got to guarantee that I'm booked well. You know, Credibility, may, yes. Yeah, may, maybe not the title, you know. I don't know if, if, I mean, maybe Cody Rhodes might be all motivated by having that title. Um, but at the very least, booked to come in and be a serious force. Because uh, what I could see WWE doing is, is signing him. And booking him schmozzing to come in, the title onto him, and just yeah, just schmozzing him around and and portraying him like a like a nobody, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Oh look, he loses a match to Reginald. Oh look, now he's Reggie. lost a match. You know, now he's lost a match to our Truth, who didn't even know he was wrestling a match. You know, oh, um, oh no! And then here's WWE Championship. You beat Roman. Yeah. Oh, in a, but in and a, then he loses it to Omos. In a DQs caused title losses. Okay, and Roman just walked out. Oh yeah, that that makes you look strong, there, feller. Yeah. 
So so there has to be something. If he goes to WWE, there's going to have to be something that's entirely based off of uh, booking me strong, booking me to be a legitimate person, not just a schmo. So, um, But we'll move on because I, I did want to talk about some of the other things from... Uh, from AEW this week. Um, specifically, uh, Dynamite had uh, more hints with the uh, Jay White thing, and then yeah. Rampage actually had Jay White versus Beretta in a match. Um, and then Turn on Gorillas of Destiny. And then on Impact this week, Turn on Gorillas of Destiny, um, which, which means... Because he sided with Gallows and Anderson, the Good Brothers. Good Brothers have shown up on AEW TV. Jay White has shown up on AEW TV. The only members of of this whole storyline that had not shown up on AEW TV were Gorillas of Destiny. Yeah. So, is this opening up a storyline where it's Adam Cole and the Young Bucks versus... Jay White and the Good Brothers? Is it Adam Cole and Red Dragon versus Jay White and the Good Brothers versus the Young Bucks and maybe a returning Kenny Omega when he comes back? It sounds like it's going to be about another two months for him, so who knows there. Um, or somebody else. You know. Uh, Young Bucks you know, finally turning face again and and going off after after uh hangman page trying to get him back hangman page with the the uh dark order you know that might be something to do uh but there's a lot of things that could show up on here um or do we have gorillas of destiny chasing jay white over to AEW when good brothers show up that i would like to see uh fire eater mentions AEW has a huge roster and they do they do have a very very large roster they do also Brody have roster. And it's growing, but it's also, as of right now, I, I think I saw someone did the math, and AEW's roster is like 110 total wrestlers, both men and women, and WWE's roster was like 80. So AEW's roster is bigger as a whole than WWE's roster. Um, But two things that play into it. A, AEW doesn't tend to have... 30-minute-long promo segments kick off their show. No. Uh, they, nope, they, not at all. Yeah. They, they have maybe CM Punk comes out for a 5- to 10-minute segment, and then they go to a match. So they ha AEW has more matches per show than WWE does. AEW has three hours total of TV time, but then they also have AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation that they record. Uh... On the YouTubes. On the YouTubes, um, which add about another three to four hours of wrestling per week through there. Um, which then puts them to roughly the same as WWE. Give if not a little more. If not a little more, but give or take a little bit there. Um, but on top of it, you also have to remember the AEW... Uh, uh, yeah, he says, wow, how do these people get all this to get the TV time? Um, you just explained. That's just what I was saying right there. Um, but even more than that, it's like um, 
you also have to remember that that AEW signs people to their main roster as developmental, right? Um, for instance, if you look at their roster, there's a guy that they just signed that's 16 years old. He's officially on their roster, but he's actually in a future I'm step deal. Step away for just one second. That's fine. He's actually in a future deal. He's not going to actively wrestle until he turns 18. This is just a future contract for him. Um, they also do a lot of a lot of developmental. That's what AEW Dark and Dark Elevation are. Is almost every match on there is at least one person that you don't actively see on TV on the regular. That being said, I do wish I I am kind of the odd one in this group of uh, people. I kind of think that AEW might need to expand Rampage to two hours just to get a little bit more TV time for some of their people. Um. Because, you know, I can't tell you the last time I saw Leva Bates um, on TV. Um, why did they sign this young guy? He says, why did they sign this young guy? I am must have excellent person. Curious about that. Uh, because he's a he's a massive talent. It's really what it comes down to. Massive talent. Uh, second generation star. I wish I could remember his name right now. Uh, but they know if they don't you know, get him to some sort of future deal. Um, that WWE is going to come after him at some point. Um, he also, he signed a developmental deal, which means he will be maybe used sometimes on AW Dark, but he's also going to be going to their training facilities um, and, and using that to learn all this stuff. So, um, and so it's, it's kind of planning for the future. You know, AEW knows that, the star of the future is the child of today. And so you have to get them as early as possible. And you have to make AEW be the destination that the young wrestlers want to go to. Uh, and one of the ways to do that is by finding a young wrestler with a ton of talent and saying, here, you know, we're, we're going to sign you to a futures contract that as, you know, as long as you, you know, keep going on this path and want to be a wrestler, we're going to, we're going to have a spot for you when you turn 18. Um, it's also really good PR. I gotta be honest. It's really good PR. You have one of your biggest stars, Darby Allen, show up at a little indie wrestling event that this guy just wrestled at. And you walk in and you hand him a contract right in the middle of the ring um, you get a lot of emotion, you get a lot of press. Uh, and so there's a little bit of the, about that. Um, it says AEW has an interesting business model. They won't make money for a few years. Tony is going all in. Yes, he 100% is. And here's the deal. It's, they were actually on track to make money, um, in, uh, this year. And Tony Khan reinvested all of that money into the video game. So yeah, they're going to be in the red again because he took all of the profits that he was going to be doing and he immediately put them back into the video game reports have it we're going to have an announcement on the video game within the next couple months probably at revolution well, next also week. reports have it that, that it looks like there's going to be a renegotiation of the television contract because they have been beating expectations mm -hmm. so significantly so well they're, they're at the end of their three year coming up so um, so that's going to come and they're going to, yeah, there's going to be the options and all that stuff, but I, I think they're going to get better, better deal in the long run.
But yeah, here's the deal is you talk to any entrepreneur and they'll say a new business from the beginning probably won't make money in their first three years. Um, and, and in reality shouldn't make money in their first three years because their first three years should be about reinvesting profits to grow, um, to get to where you can make money. Um, big man, Tony doesn't care. I like it. I agree. Here's the, he's a, he's a, he's a businessman just like Vince McMahon is. Um, he's got a, a history of running sports clubs. Um, well, yeah, people like to point out that it's his daddy's money that owns the Jaguars. It's his daddy's money that owns Fulham FC. He's a part owner of both of them, and he's active in the in the running of them. He also has his own business that's a sports statistics business that he runs. Um, and so he uses all of those things, the knowledge that he comes from those. He's got his degree in business, right? He uses all of that stuff to run this knowing that, yeah, it, you got to reinvest those profits at the beginning to make make it big. Um, but at the same point, you know, we mentioned his bills are getting paid. He's not borrowing money for this. Correct. His bills are getting paid. Every wrestler is getting paid. Every arena is getting paid. Every you know, bill is co- going out and getting paid. Um, and he did that all throughout the pandemic without firing anyone. There were some releases during the pandemic, but it wasn't because of firing. It was because of traveling issues like uh, B. Priestley um, couldn't travel to the United States. A couple of the Japanese wrestlers couldn't travel to the United States. And so he released them from their contracts for that. Uh, B. Priestley has since signed with NXT UK. So worked out good for her, Um, I guess, relatively speaking. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, but in the end, you know, he, he understands that he signed contracts for these people and just because the pandemic and he wasn't doing live shows, uh, didn't give him the, I don't want to say didn't give him the authority, but didn't give him really to to just start letting people go left and right, especially as long as the company wasn't losing money. Like if the company was losing money and saw a way with releasing some, of course he'd do it, right? He's not going to let his business fail just to keep people employed, right? But as long as his was was still going fine, he was going to keep onto those contracts until the end. Three months ago, those contracts are going to start coming up in early January. Cody Rhodes is one of them. Um, and he's going to have to make these decisions. Do I sign this person to an extension or do I deuce out? In the case of Cody Rhodes, Cody wanted more money than he was willing to say yes to. Deuces. Hicks. You know, I, I paid you throughout this entire... I'm happy to have you around. I want to keep you around, but you're not top tier star to us um so i think i think uh, i don't know i i think i think there's always more to it um you might check the comments 
I'm I'm reading. I I don't. I'll put it up here because it's at least worth putting up here. Uh, this guy claims to be Peter North, a former adult porn star, and uh, sad that I actually know that name. Well, it says it there. It, it, it tells you what he used to do. Yeah, no, I recognized it before I read that part. That's all I... Sad that no, I no, you can play the high road, bud. You can play the high road. <laughs> but, um, but, so, hey, uh, thanks... Peter North, if hey, Pete. that is really who you are. Um, First name basis. Good old Pete. Good old Pete. Um, what up? So, anyways. Um, but, but so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for some of the stuff happening in AEW. The, the uh, Jay White stuff is really exciting to me. Uh, I was slightly disappointed at the end of the Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen match because it featured, you know, uh, interference that stopped the match. And again, there was a... There was a time that AEW didn't do interference. They said no. Uh, they said no for uh, that the schmoz finishes and uh and i kind of wish they'd go back to that a little bit because i really wanted to see a, a solid match between darby and and uh sammy guevara but sammy guevara still won so, so i'm all for it there just checking to see if DA Fave if I lost him or That was weird. I don't know what happened. You disappeared for a bit, but you're back. So, yeah, I saw that. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Including um, my own disappearance. Peter North shows up and you know. This uh I gotta go. This 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 room isn't big enough for Peter North to be here. At all. Just yeah, I mean, in fa fair, fairness, he makes me feel small, so emotionally small. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, that that's all. Just do that. Fire yeah, wants to know if uh, Peter North has any thoughts on AEW. <laughs> He's not familiar with that position. <laughs> I, yeah. I am gonna take my video off just because. Uh, That's fine. Go ahead and do that. I'll just go ahead. So solo this myself. This way, I can just be an audio, I suppose. Yeah, yeah it's something we uh, we mentioned at the beginning of the stream. We switched to using Streamlabs uh, Melon for the stream instead of uh, Streamyard that we used to use. Um, but something about DFAB setup um, doesn't like Streamyard Melon as much. I don't know. We'll get to figure no, it out. We might switch back to stream yard. So who knows? Um, but we'll continue it with my ugly mug up and him on just. You're audio. a beautiful I, man. You're a beautiful, beautiful it, man. Uh, uh, so to answer Fire Eater, he yeah, asks, why not OBS or one of the other ones, Streamlabs OBS or whatever? Um, so the long and the short of it is my computer is shitty. 
That's really the long and the short of it. Yeah, I have the good computer, and I'm glitching with this program. Yeah. Well, I have the bad internet. DAFAB has good computer but bad internet. I have great internet, but uh, but a shitty computer. Um, and and by shitty, it means it's uh sort of old. Uh, um, ah, thanks, Fire Eater. I am indeed no Peter North. Um, but I appreciate that. But yeah, no. Um, my my computer doesn't run Stream Streamlabs OBS or regular OBS well enough to do this. On top of it, because we're doing it remotely, uh, DA Fave lives about three hours away from me, two and a half hours away from me, and our other co-host lives up in Quebec, Canada, which is uh, ten hours. 30 away. hours <laughs> something i don't know yeah i've never I've depends been... on transportation systems yeah um two hours by um star trek transporter i don't know <laughs> um you're um... such oh my lord your nerd card just got played hard hard yeah brother um so so my my computer is not good enough to do OBS right now. I hope to get an upgrade at some point, but for the time being, uh, because we're remote and and my computer isn't particularly great, um, we use Streamlabs Melon or StreamYard. And we've used StreamYard for months and had no problems with it. I just got a really good deal on they were having a Valentine's sale on Streamlabs Melon, and there are some features of Streamlabs Melon that I wanted to try. So I signed up for it and we tried to use it, but um, this is our second stream with it, and I'm beginning to think it might be our last stream with it. I don't know. Like I said, there's some features that I really like. Like, I can I can move this logo over here or down here. I can just put it wherever I want. I can put it right yeah. here. You know, right there. Logo start shaking and moving all around. Logo yeah. start shaking. Sell a kidney. Or someone's to get a nice... I, I love how he included or someone's kidney. Um, doesn't have to be my kidney. Just a kidney. Uh, it's a possibility. No, here's the deal. is In the end, to get a uh, computer for what I want nice enough to, to run this is, just takes a little bit of money and it's just taking us some time, which is why I, I put up things like, uh, you know, up there, I've got the donation box for a, uh, to do a live reaction for AEW revolution. All I got to do is get $50 in donations. Um, eventually, you know, hopefully those things will, will add up, but, but down the road, we'll get a better computer and we'll do stuff. But for now, to be perfectly honest, stream labs, stream, stream yard worked well for us for months upon months. Um, and yeah, I switched to stream yard melon or stream labs melon because it gave us a really good deal. And, um, I don't know I if we're going to keep it. Um, I, like I said, there are some really, really nice features of it, but there are other things like, like it worked great with JLB on Tuesday night, had no problems there. Uh, but then we get DFA on here and it glitches all over the place. Like, before we went live, we were about three minutes late to go live because uh, we were trying to do anything just to get DA Fabe's uh, camera up. to work properly. I legitimately was, was just inches away from hopping over to StreamYard and just being like, fine, we'll do it there. But 
I appreciate you, Fire Eater. Um, but anyways, um, the Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa, no disqualification match, was everything I expected it to be, hoped it to be. Um, and it looks like they're going to be setting up Mercedes Martinez and Thunder Rosa to team up against Britt Baker and uh, Jamie Hayter, probably. And that's fine by me. I'll do that. I'll watch it. Um, no Danhausen on TV this week was a little disappointing. That was sad. That was sad. Apparently he came out after the show and did stuff for the people in the crowd, but... Why do they get all the cool stuff? Yeah, just because they paid money to go to the actual show. Man. Oh, we get the cool toys. Yeah. Man. Yeah, very um, evil. Then Hazen gets very, very famous, and then Dan Hazen doesn't have to worry about this fame stuff anymore. It works out wonderfully. I can't wait until he's cleared to wrestle again and can actually go in and curse people in the ring. Uh, Adam Cole versus Dark Orders 10 was a phenomenal match. I mean, probably the best match we've seen from Dark Orders 10 so far. And uh, Adam Cole still looked good, as always. Um, the uh, Face of the Revolution qualifying ladder match, uh, qualifying matches, are shaping up to be pretty much exactly what I expect them, them to be. After they had Keith Lee be the debut in the first one of them, um, they are apparently decided that this is going to be where they showcase the, um, the big guys Oof. because Keith Lee won the first one, uh, Wardlow won on dynamite this week, um, handily, very handily. Really? And, yeah. And powerhouse Hobbs won, uh, on rampage against Dante Martin. And I mean, they were all like, you know, like throw people around matches, um, which is fine by me. So big guy ladder match. Mm -hmm. Big guy ladder, but you know, big agile guy ladder match. I mean, yeah, that's true. Wardlow can move, powerhouse Hobbs can move, and we know Keith Lee can move. So um, I was expecting there to be one or two big guys, and then the rest of them would be little guys. Um. But there are three big guys now, and I don't even know if they've announced the matches for this week. Let's see. That was fun. We just broke some news to Fire Eater there. Oh, yeah. Fire Eater didn't know. Fire Eater doesn't know that Keith Lee is at AEW. I don't have a tune for that one. Oh uh, yeah, Keith Lee debuted a week ago, full week ago now. Mm -hmm. Um on Dynamite. It was it was a big deal. He came out and he just It was such a big deal. I would even call it a dynamite deal. Dynamite. Um he came out and and just absolutely threw uh, uh Isaiah Cassidy around like a ragdoll. Just ragdolled him all over the place. Um and it was all sorts of fun. I'm. I was absolutely. Um, and it, like, here's the deal: is they announced there was going to be a big debut right before the commercial break. Is when they had Jay White show up in AEW. 
So it was a really good swerve because uh, you know, at that point I was thinking, oh, it looks like it's going to be Jay White is the big debut. And then they come back from the commercial and uh, Isaiah Cassidy's in the ring waiting for his opponent. And it's Keith Lee. And Keith Lee's got a new tune, and it, but it was instantly recognizable as Keith Lee. Um, agreed, he was really good in NXT. Uh, D.A. Fabe and I were both Keith Lee fans before NXT. Uh, his matches on the indies with Dominic Dijakovic, who went on to be... Were uh, all very good matches. Were phenomenal yes. matches. Um, so, let's see see if they've announced anything for Dynamite this week. Da, da, da. Here's a Twitter one. So let's see. This is AEW's official Twitter. Do, 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 announcing at least some of the people. AEW is live on Wednesday for Dynamite. Malachi Black and Brody King versus... Penta L0M and Bastard Pack. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Uh, tag Team Battle Royal to determine the first two... First of two number one contenders for AEW Revolution. Uh, looks like Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho face-to-face. -face. It doesn't look like it's actually a match, but they come face-to-face. -face. And Jade Cargill versus uh, The Bunny for the TBS title. Um, thanks for joining us, Fire Eater. Peace out. Um, we'll, we definitely will keep up the grind here, man. Um, join, oh. us, join us on uh, Tuesday night if you can. Same time, same, same place. Um, we're back again on next Sunday as well, so... All sorts of fun there. But thanks for joining us. Uh, anyone else? Thanks. Thanks for joining us, Peter North, if you're still here. That's awesome. I mean, but, uh, I don't even know who he is. Yeah, that's awesome has been said about Peter North before. <laughs> that, is, that is not a new, new phrase to him. Um, Frequently it's said in a different tone than that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well... In in his day, it was almost exclusively said by a woman, and usually with "oh" before it. That's awesome. <laughs> Anyways, apparently the Miz was there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this went off the rails. Uh, I'm going to take a break really quickly okay. on this. To do, yes, What's the our number? pack opening. We have six packs We're left. For it. One through six. Uh, three. Pack number three. See if we get anyone who's. I'm still impressed that we've only gotten. Was it two now that are no longer with WWE? Um, two active wrestlers, I should say. We've had some. So, first one, Rey Mysterio, still with WWE. Second card, Edge, still with WWE. 
Our first Allen and Ginter. This one makes me happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Second Allen and Ginter. Dude. That's a good one. That's a very good one. We got a, another sticker card. Shinsuke, old school WWE logo behind him. Yeah. I am definitely going, that's going to be another one that goes on my car. And then the final two. These are fun. Mm. Amber Moon, no longer with WWE. And Smojo. Oh, guy. Also, no longer with WWE. Um, a little disappointed that we haven't gotten any of like really, really nice special cards. Ember's got to be getting close to her 90 day. Um, she appeared at something recently and announced her first official match um, back because uh, she now wrestles as Athena. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely ready for some Ember Moon TV. Let's see. Because she, of course, is uh, wrestling under her old name. See what this says. Uh, uh, February fourth, she announced her first post WWE match was going to be da, 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 Saturday, February twelfth. So just just a week ago at Cicero Stadium in Chicago for the Warrior Wrestlers Women's Championship against Thunder Rosa. Ooh, women's champion, Thunder's or Thunder Rosa on another mm-hmm. product line that we're not yeah. familiar with. So let's see if I can figure out who won that match. Do, do, do. Do, do, Amber Moon Cage Match. Because Cage Match is the best, best database for professional wrestlers let's see um went to a 30 minute time limit draw Mm. which to me implies that they have plans for a rematch at some point and that will be a fun match so cicero illinois that would be a little too far for me to have driven but yeah, so she's she's definitely back to wrestling now, and it's just a matter of when she shows up where. On television. Yep. Like I'd love to see her on AEW, but I could totally see her showing up in Impact. Um. Just well, I don't think that'd surprise any of us. Their uh, yeah, their women's division is great. So, anyways, um, what else did I want to talk Contrary about? Contrary to JLBs. Week? 
thought processes. <laughs> JLB. What a hoot. Too bad he chose not to join us. He'd be able to defend himself here. Nope. Um, you know, AEW is great. Um, God, there's something to talk about with Matt Jonah, and I can't remember what it was. Him being exceptional in everything he does. Yeah, but um, but on top of it, it's just it was something about oh he did an interview talking about the NWA Championship, and and he basically said, listen, I'm gonna play around with the idea of of uh, putting a purple strap on it or any of that stuff, but but he said I'm not gonna do any of that because I do do respect the legacy of the NWA Championship belt, um, and so it's kind of an interesting little little interview there. A breaking kayfabe a bit on it because he's been he's been teasing doing all of that. No, he's with you. Quite possibly the meanest human being on the planet. Yeah, he pays a dude to be in the audience. Yeah, so up. he can spit in his face, and and then puts out a, a compilation on Twitter of all the times he spits at this guy, as if we weren't going to realize. Hey, wait a second, that's the same dude. That's the same bearded guy every time. Notice that you said bearded guy because, yep, that's exactly the guy. Yeah, same. same he looks guy. a little bit like a out of shape John Silver. A little bit, very out of shape John Silver. But Tony Khan has uh, hinted that he's been working on a major deal of some sort, and he was hoping to get it signed this weekend. Um, so we'll see if that ends up happening, uh, whatever it is. Do you think that's a before April occurs, i.e. beat the ROH return to the punch? Possibly, um, but it, it was interesting because the way he worded it, very specific, I, anytime you look at a, a Tony Khan tweet or interview, you do have to be aware he is really good at phrasing most of the time. Yeah. Uh, he has been caught a few times. The Forbidden Door slip um, a couple weeks ago was one of them. But but he's usually pretty good about his phrasing. And in this particular interview, it's very important to note, he did not say a major signing. He did not say a major superstar deal. Um, or a a major wrestler or something. He said that he's he's very close to signing a major deal. Uh, and I think that's an important differentiation there. You know what I mean? Uh, well, and the, and that's why I bring up the ROH piece. Because that's not a major signing. That's uh, if you get their their library, you're gonna have a, a streaming service. <laughs> that's the deal. Is as it could be a streaming service deal. Uh, it could be some sort of acquisition deal. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Where yeah, m- maybe they're they're looking to to acquire a smaller promotion uh, for whatever. 
You know what I mean? Um, yes. It could be an expansion of their television deal. Um, I mentioned Maybe. while you while you were gone that we have differences on uh, the length of of Rampage conversation. That you one hundred percent think one hour is plenty for Rampage, and that you don't want them one to change hour is it all for Raw. Um, and it's been three hours forever. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really, I could see Rampage moving to two hours. I don't, I don't dislike it being at an hour. I think it works really well at an hour. I just want AEW to avoid the five hour, um, or the three hour. But it, it's just one of those things where they've got enough talent that having an extra hour on Friday night could be a big deal. Um. It could be moving up priority on one of their shows, um, or moving their show, may, maybe moving Rampage from Friday to, I don't know, Tuesday night or Saturday Tuesday. night or something. You know what I mean? Some some date that it's not in in death spot. Because here's the deal, you know, we've talked about it, they've been beating expectations every week with Rampage, but Friday night is still not a great night for you to have a show on TV at all. No. Doesn't matter what the type of show is. Friday night's not the best time to put it on. Friday night is when the homebodies stay home or yep. go out. Yep. And Saturday night is alright for fighting. We do know that. So, need to put your... Saturday night's alright, alright, alright. That's why you need you need to put your fighting show on Saturday night. Because Elton John told us it's alright for fighting. Yes. Saturday. Saturday. Oh, different song. Yeah. It is also um, a great night for the Bay City Rollers. S-A-T-U-R-D-U-Y Night S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y Night Sorry, I'm sorting my Allen and Ginters together because I like having them all together. I feel like that's the that's the winners of your cards. Those are my favorites of the cards that I've gotten. And so far I haven't gotten a double of them, which makes me happy. And this, the stickers are going to eventually go on my card. But I have to wash it first. Because Nebraska winters are not particularly great for cars. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, this winter has been... Until tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, will snow. I don't yeah, no. know that... That we've missed much. I think no. AEW was very active this week. I think that uh, WWE never ceases to amaze me. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this week for WWE was kind of a um, throwaway week because they had the Saudi Arabia event, um, so they couldn't have SmackDown Live. It was pre-taped. Because they were going to be flying to Saudi like Arabia. I feel like you're just you're you're defending that garbage. No, I'm just saying it because it's a throwaway week. 
they were like, well, let's just throw it away. Let's not do anything. So, like, nothing happened on WWE TV. Really nothing. Nothing? Uh, As planned. Nothing. Nothing important happened. Downside is it does mean we're going to get more Ronda Rousey. I know there are people out there who like her, but, but we are not ones of them. No. We are not amongst that. We 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 just want them to treat Shayna Baszler like they treat Ronda Rousey. Yeah, legit. Just you have a legit MMA superstar who's legit good in the ring and legit scary. And nah, nah. The fans are very behind her. Yeah, nah. We'll we'll bring in this person who's dangerous in the ring. Um, not good on the mic, and no one's scared of. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not saying Ron, Ronda Rousey could kick my ass six ways till Sunday, right? There's they no argument there. Would. They all could. Yeah, every single one of them. I'm not a tough guy. I'm I'll be the first to admit, right? They'd wipe the floor with me. But that doesn't mean that they're a good show. And Ronda Rousey's not a good show. She's not entertaining. She's not uh, good on the mic. She's not good on the ring. I don't think she draws in casual viewers. You know, Fire Eater earlier was talking about bringing in casual viewers, uninvested viewers. I don't think she brings in those. I don't think you've got a bunch of MMA fans who are like, let's turn on WWE to watch Ronda Rousey. I mean, especially since she came after getting the piss beat out of her twice. You know. That Holly Holm kick to the face was incredible. Yeah. You know, her her shine was gone before she even came in. Correct. She was no longer even the baddest woman in UFC, let alone the baddest woman on the planet. Um, but... But they love her, so. Um, Who doesn't? I I will I will say this: I was happy to see that Alexa was added back to a match and actually wrestled. I don't know how much she did in the match because again, didn't watch. Um, tomorrow night on Raw, I guess we'll find out if she's back to to wrestle for a while or if she's going to go back to stupid vignettes with the psychiatrist. I don't know. I didn't. Uh, Wyndham Rotunda own the rights to everything you do from now on yes do that do it wherever you're coming from but, but yeah no AEW Tony Khan has some something that he's working on but I just from the way he worded it I don't think it's a signing I don't think it's you know Wyndham Rotunda being signed I don't think it's it's you know, Kazuchika Okada coming over. Um, that would be fucking awesome. But just the way you worded it, I don't think it's a signing. I think it's something more business related. But I do think it's going to be something major. Um, and I'm here for it. You know, um, whether it's a, a expansion of of their show. About the only thing, I, I just don't want them to try to go head to head with one of the shows right now. 
You know what I mean? Um, I know, I know Eric Bischoff says if you're not going head to head, you're not really competition. Fuck Eric Bischoff on this, right? Um, it's still too early in AEW's rise for them to, to do the head to head, if you ask me. Um, no one's asking me, except for people, I don't know, watching this stream or you, maybe, but. Well, I mean, I'm always asking, bud. Yeah. But in reality, I, just, I think it's too early for AEW to go head-to-head, regardless of how we believe on this thing. Um, I think eventually there's going to be a time. Um, and we're not that far off. I'm not saying we're super far off. If we keep getting 1.1 million views on a Wednesday night and Raw keeps getting 1.7 million views on a Monday night, it's not a whole, whole lot of leeway to make up to potentially try to make that jump. But here's the deal. Some of that 1.1 million watching on Wednesday are going to watch Raw instead. Yep. Just out of habit. You know, they can can love AEW all they want, but they've been watching Raw for 30 years. They're going to still watch Raw, you know. And that's right. That's where going going head to head with Raw is dangerous for that reason. Um, but I I wouldn't hate you know uh, TBS moving them to Tuesday nights head to head with NXT 2.0, saying you tried to move away and end this war, but we're coming back at you. Um, I don't see that coming. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to move to Thursday night because I don't think they're going to. Uh, try to go head-to-head with Impact Wrestling. I think they're going to try to play nice with Impact for a while, which is fine. I agree. Do that that way. Um, yeah, that's how they should do it. Just flat out. Could be a major thing, like you said, like acquiring Ring of Honor or acquiring the tape library. Um, acquiring a Ring of Honor and then... Uh, and then you know, relaunching, you know, like acquiring it, but continuing to have a deal to to do it on Sinclair, sure. Um, and have it be a truly separate brand, you know, could be a fun deal. Or have it, it be a related van brand. I don't care, right? I'm not. Could be fun to do it that way either, so. But well, they do so much crossover that it's probably worth it either way. Yeah, that's the other. They can be <laughs> the fun thing is the way that they do with the Forbidden Door and everything. They could have it be a separate brand and still have people come back and forth all they want. You know, it doesn't matter. So true. But anyways. But I guess on that note, you know, normally we go for about two hours, but I think we talked about about everything that we need to for for WWE or for AEW this week. I mean, it's either a work, yeah, or WWE, yeah. It's either a work or a shoot. Cody leaving. I'm I'm really torn, but I'm leaning towards it's a shoot. I I think he's really gone, Um, and I think it just simply came down to money. Cody wanted more money than Tony Khan could justify. Uh, you know, I uh, the other podcast that JLB gets on, he mentioned 
they were talking about it. And he's like, there's no way he walked away from, from that. There's no way he left. And I said, I don't think he ended up having a choice. This wasn't Cody Rhodes he, walking away from something. I, I think, think he made a certain amount of money and mm-hmm. thought I can get more. Yep. And I think Tony Khan said, no, you can't. And maybe, you know, maybe even said with the way you've been performing, here's my offer. It's less than what you were making before, but you would maintain sure. your thing here. Um, you know, I mean, that's not walking away. That's just not being able to come to an agreement. Right. Yeah. You know, he didn't quit. He didn't walk away. He he wanted to come back. They wanted to bring him back, but they couldn't make an agreement. So, you know, that's a mutual thing. Um, it is most definitely a mutual thing. But... It also is one of those things where if if there's one thing that, that my 44 years on this earth has taught me, is when it comes to contract negotiations, it's never truly over. No. Right? Tony Khan could have called Cody Rhodes up this week and said, hey, have you signed any place else yet? I'd like to make you another offer. Um. Or Cody Rhodes could have called up Tony Khan and said, hey, tell you what, you know that offer? If you could raise it to this much, I'll sign. You know what I mean? That's the way negotiations work. So there's still every Mm -hmm. chance that there's still talks going between them and that something might come together. Or Cody will take a few months and then then come back to the table. Or he'll go work someplace else for a while and come back to the table. Or he'll sign a short-term deal with WWE and say, listen, I'll come on for a six-month run or a one-year run. I mean, here's the deal. In terms of contract negotiations, Cody Rhodes has the leverage right now for this. Um, Yes. Because whatever company he signs with wants him. And he has the ability to kind of say, this is how much you need to give me or else I'll go someplace else. You know? So, in that respect, you know, he'll do what he needs to do, and we'll see where he lands. I I still am skeptical on it being WWE. That's what everything's reporting, but I just don't see him being the one to jump to WWE. I just don't. But I've been wrong you before. So. No. I, I mean, I've been wrong before, though. It, 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 I said before on things, it's all about the number of zeros on the check, you know? If there are enough zeros on the right side of that, you know, period, that decimal point, you know, maybe he does go. But just, you know, you mentioning the fact that he's a new father, WWE is not the way, not the place you want to go if you want to be able no, to spend time. No, not unless you have yeah. some type of departure agreement. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's actually, that's, that's something we'll bring up in this. Jade Cargill was in an interview. And uh, she talked about being offered uh, a, a WWE developmental deal. Mm-hmm. And Jade Cargill legitimately has money outside wrestling. I don't exactly know where it comes from, whether it's her husband or whether it's old money from her family. Uh, but but she out she doesn't need to wrestle to make money. Um, and well, she, she said, chooses to do it because she loves it. Yep, she does. Yeah, her, so her husband is uh, professional baseball second baseman Brandon Phillips, um, partial owner of the Lexington Legends, 
Um, played for the Cleveland Indians, Cincinnati Reds, Atlanta Braves, Los Angeles Angels, and Boston Red Sox. Uh, he, yeah, he, I mean, he's legitimately played from 2002 through 2018. Uh, so, yeah, she says we've got money, and so they they offered her a deal, but they he, she need to relocate to Florida, and they asked her about her daughter, and she said, "Well, we get the money. We'll 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 bring her down and hire a full time nanny to watch her and whatever." And WWE said, well, we'd rather she just stay back in in your home because when you're down here, we're your family. <laughs> spoken, said, so, spoken so ever so poorly that WWE typically does speak. Yeah, and she said, I don't like that at all. Um, no. And then AEW was like, hey, you can bring your kid to work. You know? Um, you, it's you, that day of the week. Yeah, you, you have a nanny. That's cool. You can still live at your house and all that stuff. Bring your kid with you when you want to. But, you know, our travel schedule is super, super limited because we do a show on Wednesday, maybe a show on Friday, and four times a year we do a show on Saturday or Sunday. Um, And occasionally we might need you on Saturday to film AW Dark or, or Dark Elevation. That's about it. You can have your nanny. You can bring her with you if you want. You know, whatever you need to do. Um, and so that's the I thing. Have a nanny. Yeah, I sure would like one. But, but so if you're if you're Cody Rhodes and you just had a baby, and you're wanting to spend time with your baby, I mean, signing with WWE is as much as signing with New Japan, basically. You know, because uh, they do three. Doesn't matter which which brand you're on, you're doing at least three shows a week, traveling around the country, on the road most of the time. I don't know if Cody's going to want to do that either. Yeah, well, not everybody has to, though. No, not everybody does, but if he's being brought back as one of their stars, he's going to be one of them. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. Well, shall we wrap it up? Yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, it was a it was a great show. Thank you all for joining us on the live stream, uh, Fire Eater and Peter North. Motherfucking Peter North. Yeah, I mean, assuming it was actually Peter North. Oh come on, man! You're probably right. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. It gave us something to talk about one way or another. But, but yeah, if you joined us for the live stream, thanks. If not, please join us for our live streams. We do them every uh, Sunday night and every Tuesday night, 1030 Central. Um, so do the math for wherever you are. Um, I, we're encouraging people. We do them right now on YouTube, uh, uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook, and Twitch. But we're encouraging everyone uh, to switch to the Twitch streams. Because we will be doing some Twitch exclusive streams that won't be on the Facebook or YouTube at some point. And maybe eventually switching to, to Twitch exclusively. I don't know. That's down the road a bit. But, but right now, you know, Fire Eater and Peter North were both joined us on YouTube. And, and we appreciate that. But we would love for them to switch over to Twitch and watch us there. Um, 
And if you're one of the people who watched us but didn't participate in the chat, please join on the chat. We love to have people talking on the chat and, and all that stuff. But if you still just like the audio version, the podcast still goes up audio-only version on Anchor.fm. So it's going to be wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, um, I don't know where else you Google podcasts, wherever. Um, it's going to be up on there. So make sure to check it out wherever you want. Make sure to give us five stars at wherever you rate us because that helps us out a lot. Like, share, and subscribe. That's the uh, cheapest way to support us by giving us that subscribe, sharing us with your friends, uh, giving us a thum thumbs up on the stream on whatever platform you use. Um, that's a great way to support us. We also have merch like the Pissant Podcast shirt or I always turn the wrong way, the autograph shirt like that one for Zello Pro that I have right behind me. It's a great or, way. Oh, give me one second. Or the Not a Cop shirt like DA Fabe's wearing. Um, it was our first shirt. Yes. Um, but those are all up on our merch store. Merch link is in the bio, bio, in the bio or the doobly doos. Uh, it's raw and order wbu.myspreadshop.com. If you want to type it out manually. Um, but I, I will say that, that our merch store is virtual and sublet. And so there's a very reasonable possibility that our merch store is, in fact, in the bayou. It might be. I don't know where they they might print it in the bayou. In the in, in, in our bayou. Mm -hmm. So, but merch link is in the doobly doos for that. You can go there and you can buy one of those shirts um, or hats or um, a fluffy stuffed animal with a shirt on it um, or all sorts of stuff. Um, recently lodged fanny packs. So you can get a fanny pack that says Pissant Podcast on it. Or, I guess, not a cop fanny pack if you want one. Yeah. You know? Um, you can do all sorts of them. So so add on over to the merch store. That's another way to support us. We do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash rawandorderwbu. So you can follow us there. You can follow me on any of the social medias at rawandorderwbu. Just like you see in the doobly-doos right there. Um... That's on any of the social medias except for YouTube, where you have to use at Pissant Podcast because YouTube, uh, not YouTube, Facebook is silly and does it wrong. Yeah. So you can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe. Um, yeah, it's it's not better than JLB, but we are. <laughs> we sure are. We showed up tonight. Yeah. But want to be a part of it, you got to be out here for it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know That's, what I'm That's what I'm saying. But anyways, thank you all for listening to us. Like I said, audio version is going to be up shortly. Uh, feel free to watch the replay on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, Twitch.tv is going to have the YouTube up or the replay up for at least 15 days. Uh, but it's going to stay up indefinitely on the other places. So uh, watch us there. Share us. And thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. But, uh, oh no, different music.